Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Last week, the episode was Learn How to Wait on the Lord. Today, I want to do a follow-up episode asking the question, what keeps us from waiting on the Lord? Please enjoy this episode. What keeps us from waiting on the Lord? As I said, this is in the intro, this is a follow-up from the last episode when I talked about learning how to wait on the Lord. And so I'll keep the same two scriptures that I used before, and I'm going to add an additional one. So the first scriptures was Psalms 27 and 14. And it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. The second scripture was Isaiah 40, verse 29. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And the last verse is James chapter 1 and it'll be verses 3 and 4. Knowing this, the trying of your faith worketh patience, but that patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So as we ask the question or answer the question, what keeps us from waiting on the Lord? The two things I found out that keeps us from waiting on the Lord is discomfort and time. Discomfort and time keep us from waiting on the Lord. As believers in Christ, you have come to the Lord with faith. And faith is a gift of the Spirit. And all we need is the mustard seed side of faith. So we believe God because we're praying and we're asking. And we even know that the promises he's given to us, whether he's spoken through his word, through his ministers, through his prophets, um, through the Holy Ghost, we're believing in God. And so that's what we get a little word because we're waiting for something because we know that he can do it. We know that God can do it. We know that he has done it before for others. We even are aware of his track record in our life. But when the situation and circumstances make us uncomfortable, we begin to act out of time. Um, I've heard my good friend says it this way, discomfort makes us move out of time. So anytime you're uncomfortable, you get discontent. And the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. And so Paul said, Apostle Paul said, I learned how to be content in whatever state I find myself in. But the discomfort of the trial, the discomfort of the storm, the discomfort of the lack, the discomfort of the of the argument or the frustration, the discomfort that I'm feeling or that you may be feeling makes us move out of time. We don't want to wait because we we waited long enough as we feel, and our flesh gets gets weak, and our, our mind starts to run, and our and our heart starts to faint, and we just think he's not going to do it, or think he wants us to do it on our own. But we have to learn how to wait in the Lord. We can't let the discomfort make us discontent because that discontent now breeds doubt. 
Now breathes fear. Now breathes hopelessness in my mind and in my heart. And I won't wait for the Lord and I will move out of time. And when you operate out of time, it will be um, a mess. It will lead to destruction. It will lead to sorrow. We look at our father Abraham according to the scripture, according to the faith. Our father Abraham, you know, his, him and his wife moved out of town, time and he had a baby with Hagar and he had Ishmael. But Ishmael was not the son of the promise of the spirit. He was the son of the flesh. And so he ended up being a ended up being a situation. It ended up being a problem in the relationship, in the home of Ishmael and Hagar had to leave. But it was out of time because all Abram and Sarah had to do was wait on the Lord. But not knowing how he was going to do it, not knowing when he was going to do it, made them operate out of time. And they birthed the Ishmael. All right. And so another thing that keeps us from from um from from waiting on the Lord is time. Time keeps us from waiting on the Lord. Everything that we ask God for, if we'll be honest, we have a timetable for it. We have a timetable in our head where it's wrote down or a timetable in our heart, but we have a timetable when we expect God to move and do something. You know, and so when that time looks like it's getting short, when it seems like it's too long, we operate out of time. All right, once again, we talk about Abraham. We look at him. You know, God gave him the promise, and it was 25 years later before he before he birthed Isaac. And so, so we have to look at how time begins to mess with us. Because the one beautiful thing about God is that he's not constrained by time, but he'll step into time. Give us a promise. Give us a word. Give us hope to 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 carry on until until he does what he says. And so God is not constrained by our time. You know when um Peter is talking about the end times and about Christ coming back, he talks about uh, he talks about um a day for God being a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. And so he was just showing how God is not on our timetable; that He's on a different timetable than we are. And so when, when time looks like it's up for us and we can't take it anymore, we move out of time and we don't wait on the Lord. And we don't know that if we'd have waited another day, waited another year, waited another minute, life could have changed for us. The circumstance could have changed. The promise could have come. But we didn't wait and we acted out of time and look at the results of us not waiting on the Lord. We, have the, we can't let time rob us. Time and discomfort will rob us of our peace and contentment in God. Look, y'all, it robs us of our faith. When you're a believer in Christ, you believe God can do it. That's the only reason you're asking. That's the only reason you're worried because you know God can do it, but you don't know why he's not doing it. But he told us to wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Oh, he will renew your strength. You are mounted with wings like eagles. You are running, not be weary. You are walking, not faint. But you gotta wait on the Lord. He says that patience have its perfect work in you. You'll be um, perfect, wanting nothing. Another version of that says complete, entire, lacking nothing. So the trials work of patience, and the patience experience, and experience hope. 
and so and hope make not ashamed. So if you go through and you wait in the Lord, it's the hope is another word of hope is confidence. It's gonna build your confidence in God. That's what the waiting is for. And so if you'll be complete, entire, wanting nothing, or perfect, entire, wanting nothing, or lacking nothing, that means you won't be lacking anything you need for the rest of your journey. So we want things so bad, but those things are just, uh, they're, they're just stops on our destination. Those things are just stops on our journey to, to heaven, on our journey to eternal life, on our journey to the promise. But we want those things so bad, but they're not for us to stay there. They're just destinations along the way. They're just stops along our journey, uh, a pathway to eternal life. And so we can't get caught up in one of those things like that's the end all be all. That thing is just one thing on your path to eternal life. So you can't allow discomfort and you can't allow time to keep you from waiting on the Lord. Oh man, you can't. We got to remember um, with the story of Lazarus when he died and they went, they came to Jesus early, sent word to Jesus early and hey, our brother's sick. You know, Jesus waited a little longer and Lazarus was, was dead when they, when, when, he, when, when he, Lazarus died and they got there and they said, the both sisters said, if you'd have been here, you know, he'd be alive. But Jesus says, show me where you lay him. And he brought him back to life. You just got to wait on God because you don't know what he's going to do. But we do know he makes all things beautiful in his time. We do know that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. And we do know these promises in the word. He says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Had he said it, shall he not do it? Has he spoken, shall he not make it good? He is the only one that can make it good. He is the only one that can make it right. Of in, um, Philippians 1, Paul says, being confident of this one thing, he that begun a good work in you shall perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. So we got these promises. So I got to wait. He is going to do it. I just got to wait. And I can't let time and I can't let discomfort keep me from, in, from, 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 from enjoying the peace of God. Keep me from having confidence in God to make me birth the Ishmael out of time and then mess and then have a fight going on the rest of my life because I got to live with a decision I made out of time. So I'm encouraging today, don't move out of time. If it's a job, if it's a relationship, if it's a financial decision, don't move out of time. Don't let discomfort, don't let time keep you from waiting. I know it's been long. I know it feel like it's too long. But wait on the Lord. God is not slack concerning his promises. Whatever the promise is, whatever the promise is, whatever the word is, you just got to wait on the Lord. God prophesied and gave you that word. God spoke step into time to give you a word of hope, uh, to give you a word of knowledge, to comfort your heart, to tell you something that he had planned for you. If he had planned for you, don't outrun him trust him for his plan because he thought about it before you could so you gotta wait on the lord and be of good courage so look today i want to thank you again for joining me on the love never fails podcast i pray that something i said today comforts your heart to give you joy to encourage you to wait a little while longer it's not over until god said it's over and god can do anything but fail have a wonderful day love you If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. 
Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 to speak with one.